It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The Paranormal with Ernie Atwell and David Seiler, brought to you by Paranormal Inc., right here on WLFE-DB Radio. Well, hello everybody, and uh, welcome to episode 32 of Step Into the Paranormal. He got it right. Finally. Seven. <laughs> Hope everyone is enjoying this rainy Sunday. I'm sure no matter where you're at, it's raining. Yeah, it's raining. It's pretty uh, widespread. Yeah. Before we start the episode, let's give a very, 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 very happy birthday wish to Miss Carly Hall. She turns the... I ain't going to say, but... Old enough to know better, but too young to care. She just messaged me and said next next year, one more year, she'll be able to rent a car (laughs) on her own. So, if you know the law, then you know how old Carly turned today. She was on, her and Jack Hanna was on uh, episode, what, a couple, about couple, a month ago? Yeah, about that, two or three years. A month, month and a half ago. Um, we have a cool episode in store for you tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a friend of ours, give you a brief background and Dave can chime in. A friend of ours started an all-female paranormal team out of West Virginia. And we have a lot of questions for her. And as soon as Dave stops scrolling, sorry, no, I'm not no, scrolling I'm not. with. I'm, 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 I'm saying hello to everybody, doing my technical thing. 
doing his doing his technical. I'm paying attention. It costs a lot. Without further ado, let's bring in our guest, Miss Kimberly DePlacido. Hey, sweetie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Did I get that pronunciation right? You did. I'm impressed. Good job. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. good with the names with the, the D's and all. In front. It seems like everybody I'm friends with has like a D-I or D-E or something in front of their name. Except David Seiler. <laughs> he gets the easy one. <laughs> it is a crazy last name. You, you did perfect. What uh, <laughs> What's happening on your end, Kim? Oh, man. Not too much. I'm excited to be here and... See you guys and see everybody. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, it's oh, been, definitely. How long ago did we arrange to have you on? It's been quite a while now, right? Oh my goodness. I'm pretty sure it was close to like two months ago when we yeah. planned this. Because we, uh, our show's normally, like we're already into December already, you know, for upcoming guests. We just announce them like wow. two episodes at a time to get everybody, you know, excited. Sure. Yep. So, uh, That's awesome. Definitely. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to start right off. We're going to jump right into this, Kim. I'm going to ask you the burning question right off, right out of the gate. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I got to take, I got to tape Dan, Dave's hands to the chair. <laughs> Kim, what, what, um, I know you've been, I, I mean, Dave and I met you, uh, three years ago for the yeah. first time. Yeah. And, uh. Prior to that, you've been into the paranormal for a while. What what occurred or what inspired you or what, what just triggered this uh, passion that you have for the paranormal? Sure. So really, ever since I was young, I was always, we would move around a lot. My dad was in the military, so we moved quite a bit when I was younger. And I had quite a few instances where the houses that we lived in were definitely haunted. And instead of being the child that was scared, I was always just so intrigued. I never ran from that. It just made me kind of curious. And as I got older, you know, things kind of slowed down a little bit. And I ended up moving to Florida and getting my first house out in Tampa. And lo and behold, that is when I experienced what I call the haunting of hauntings. And it intrigued me to just dig deeper into this paranormal because I was so taken back by the events that happened to me. And it followed me for years, whatever this was. And I never understood why. So I think the curiosity just got the best of me. And I was like, wow, you know, if I can survive something like this and tell my story to others, you know, let them know they're not crazy either. This does really happen. And you know, come up with a group and maybe we can go around and help other people that are experiencing things like this, then this is what I want to do. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you, um, did you first, you had your first, um, encounter when you moved to Florida or? Oh no. So of all things, if you remember, we met at the roundhouse at the Paracon, like you said, a few years ago. And, um, during like my, my early childhood, I, I grew up in, I was born in Frederick, but I grew up in Martinsburg and my dad used to take me down to the train station all the time, right there by the roundhouse. We used to hit the train for the day, you know, take a trip out to DC, all that good stuff. Nice. And every time we would go down there, cause this became like a weekend event for us. 
it would be little things. I could sense things going on. And this is the funniest story because back then my dad didn't believe me until he saw it one day. But we would just be taking walks up and down the tracks. And I would feel as if someone was like throwing these rocks at me. And I would turn around and nobody would be there. And this happened several times when we went to the train station. And years later, when I went on a group ghost hunt here in Martinsburg, I was traveling with a team and they were telling stories. And they said that one of the most common things that happens is people report rocks being thrown at them oh, wow. when they're around the roundhouse. Or the, and it just brought back so many memories. Like, I can't get over it. So it started there because... I just knew I'm like, who's doing this? And it would just be me and my dad, you know, and we couldn't figure it out for the life of us. And one day he saw it. So I thought that was pretty neat. You know, I actually that had that happen to me at that building outside the roundhouse. We, that's where we were going to smoke. And rocks kept getting thrown from the thing across and it would hit the wood. See, uh, that uh, is just, I can't get over that. I mean, this is when I was, I have a very good memory. I was five or six years weird. old when this that's happened. That's wild. I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to intervene. Yeah, please. Kim's story is um, intriguing and authentic, but I was the one throwing rocks at you when you were smoking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Miss Kim, we have um, a question from uh, Carmen. She goes, "Does your body feel different when you encounter the paranormal? Like, do you feel like it makes you different from the normal?" So, this is something that I'm learning and studying as we speak because. I'm glad she asked that question. When I was a little girl and it happened at the train station, it happened in the different homes that I was in that were haunted. I encounter certain smells and it's not a distinct smell of any sort, but I can't even actually explain what it is or what I would compare it to. Um, what I mean is actually it is more distinct. It's not like your typical. Some people say they might smell something that's burning or something that smells like rotten meat. It's not anything like that. But it is a smell that when someone's around that I just, I get. And I just I get goosebumps. But for me, it's the smells are heightened. Now, and I just know something's there. Is it, apparently, that's the whole thing. If you, if, you were, if you were to return back to your childhood home, or mm -hmm. if you would, say, next weekend, be at an, an event with Dave and I where we're leading an investigation... If you were to have an encounter back at home or you would have an encounter next week with us and it was different spirits we were dealing with, would you get that same smell or does each one have a, a different, is one so, like a, a, a cigar smell or one like a, a perfume smell or is it all the same, same smell? So it has been consistent with all being the same smell and it's definitely not like a cigar. It's not anything typical. Like, I guess the closest thing that I would compare it to um, it's not exact, kind of almost like a, a gasoline-ish kind of smell. Mm, wow. And I think that's a little strange. Um, I haven't really heard that too often, but someone told me that that's, there's actually a name for it. And I can't remember cause I just learned of this, but when people's, when their, their sense of smell is heightened, when spirits are around them, that's supposed to mean that that's like your strong point and how you're in tune with the spirit world. So that's how I know. That's how it is for me. Now it's strange. I, I tell you what I've encountered, and I'm by no means a, a medium or, you know, a lot of people tell me that I, I, I may be somewhat sensitive or whatever, but I, I don't see it, okay? Um, uh -huh. I don't feel anything. I, it has to be proven to me, you know, so to speak. 
I always have to rely on evidence. Now, I, I did notice over the past, like, two years of investigating, mm-hmm. um, right before something kicks up or we detected something is there, I'll get a smell of rubbing alcohol. Wow. I mean, That's it, it could be completely coincidental, but sure. for some reason, I, have- I, I get that. You know, like before a doctor give you a shot, he'd rub a little cotton ball of alcohol. It's not overwhelming. It's just yeah. there. And once in a while, I get that. And then that's how, like, my my, sen- my senses are, uh, you know, brought to life. Like, hey, I think something's about to, to happen. But, I, you know, it could be completely coincidental. But I've just noticed that. You know. That's really interesting. Yeah, I feel like if we were on an investigation together, that that would definitely happen for me. Because it has. I mean, ever since I was young, like I said. And now... It's shifted a little bit. I've noticed since I've gotten older, more towards dreams. Um, let's just say the night before an investigation, I will have a dream. And that dream, in a sense, will come to light because either it'll kind of play out in the investigation or something at some point. I'll be like, oh, that's what that dream meant. It's almost like they're kind of, oh, you're coming. We're going to give you a little hint that we're going to be there. And this is what you can expect. It'll be like the most vivid dream. And sometimes it'll make sense. Sometimes it won't. But something always happens right before I investigate and whatnot. Right, I, got, I have a I have a trivia question for you guys. Hold on. When Uh-oh. I was a kid, I used to get these deja vu's that would come true, and it I would, it would actually make me like dizzy until I did oh, yeah. something different to break the the chain. Yeah. I remember I remember you telling me about that. So that's I haven't thought about that in a while until you actually said that. I just did a. Uh, I just completed a chapter in my book. Uh, regarding <clears throat> dreams and premonitions and, you know, visits and stuff like that. It's just a fun fact. Uh-huh. If you add up, now take an average person, just your average person's lifespan. If you were to add up all their dreams from the time they were born till the time they die, how, mm-hmm. how long do you think they have spent in their lifetime dreaming? Does, does that make sense? Yep. No, it does make sense. How long do you think? About a third of their life. Usually, it's about a third of their life. You think so? What do you What do you say, Kim? I'm going to say half their life. Six years. Six years. If you, I thought it was gonna if, be you if you add up all your dreams, it on the average person it averages six years of their life was spent dreaming. Oh wow, that's 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 that if you wild. think if you think about that, that's crazy, right? That's insane. No, it really is. Yeah, that sleep stuff and and the dreams that that really intrigues me. So I can't wait to read your book and especially that chapter. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to get it done. Holy crap, man! I've been like, I am getting there. I, I'm, I I got like two or three chapters left. I am getting there, but I'm trying to meet a deadline. But it's not something I can, you know. But anyway, enough about yes. that. So <laughs> you know, go, it, go ahead, Kim. It's funny because we were talking about these smells and um, I mentioned how it was kind of like a gasoline smell and that actually reminded me. So this house in Tampa, a million things happened, but one of, I think, kind of the worst things that happened, it was the middle of the night and I actually had like all gas appliances and I woke up from a dead sleep to like smelling the gas that you would smell when you started my oven. And sure enough, I went out to the kitchen and I had to turn my oven off because something had turned it on. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. I know. It's when you, when you get in, when you get into the dream aspect of all, you know, 
having to do with the paranormal. You know, my over. This is just my overall theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the dream. You can talk about the dreams. It can branch off in a million directions. But oh, you, sure. when you talk like about visitations or whatever, this is what I. This is my perception of it. Okay. I think that spirit will visit you in your dreams. Okay. Not only because you're at your most relaxed and, you know, your mind is open, but through personal experience, I feel that spirit will visit you while you're dreaming so that they, that's the least way that they'll frighten you. You understand what I'm saying? And I think they use that, that opportunity to get their message to you or to let you know that they're okay while you're asleep that way it doesn't it doesn't frighten you you know what i mean that's actually a good point i agree with that i mean think we, have, we have a question coming okay. in uh from beth it says I've, I've had dreams since she was a child just her uh uh just her mom did she they show her things and need to tell that they need to tell somebody when her mother passed she came to me and when her father passed she had the same dream she also saw her children before they were born does that mean she's sensitive or a a link to something Wow, that is a good question. I personally think that it could be both. Um, speaking from experience, my mother, who actually, my mom, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but have you ever heard of being born with a veil over your face? Yes, yes, okay. yes. So both my grandmother and my mother were born with veils over their face, and my mom is extremely sensitive, but she has more of the psychic abilities and she has a lot of the dreams and visits that you were referring to. So I think that could be either or. She Maybe she does have a gift that she doesn't even realize. Or like you said, Ernie, um, it's a way for them to come through to let you know that they're okay or send a message without scaring you. That was actually a really good point. Right. What do you think? I, well, I mean. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I agree with everything you're saying, and like I said, I, you know, I stand firm because of a personal experience about, you know, being visited while you're asleep, because that way it's less alarming. Now, 
also, you can have visions. And I also wrote about this, and I um, spoke with one of my very, very dear friends who's a very, very popular medium to the celebrities, um, mm -hmm. you know, about this topic. And, you know, it's regarding how someone can see a vision of someone and that person's not yet deceased. So, oh, wow. right. So, you know, there's a section I wrote about where someone got a visit. They thought that the person was physically there and they were eight hours away. So there's no possible way they could be there. So it's what's called a prophetic vision where someone that's, you know, getting ready to, to pass away or whatever the case may be, they're able to, whether it's, it's from God or it's finding inner peace with the person that's about to pass, that person can be seen. So, I mean, if you think about it along those lines, you know, like with the, uh, children like the question with the she saw her children before they were born <clears throat> you know that just mm -hmm. may be oh, this could go in so many directions that could be god really that that could be god's way of assuring her hey everything's going to be okay here you go now my personal belief you know i i feel that our our soul or our spirit as you will originates somewhere before we're earthbound and I believe that we're protected by angels before we, we take our human form. So, you know, it, it, it could simply be that. You know, it could be a guardian angel saying, hey, you know, this is your children. And it's, it's like a pre-premonition, so to speak. But it, could, it can go off in so many different directions of what it could be. But regardless, yes, it, it, it's all, in my opinion, it's all good. It's all peaceful. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think very seldom is it a bad thing. Um, now, I do know, and unfortunately, I have had some experiences where it can be bad, um, but it's more if there's kind of like a more malevolent uh, spirit attacking you, I do believe that they can attack you through your dreams, because that's also, like you said, your most vulnerable, relaxed state, too. And sometimes, you know, to get in your head like that, that's kind of the ultimate, but... So I think there's that side too. There's a little bit of good, a little bit of evil, but most of it I think is good intentions and sometimes premonitions and everything. Like you said, it's, it's pretty wild to think about it all. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I remember when, you know, a family member, um, you know, actually thought someone physically came to visit them and they weren't there. We were, we went to the house. They were not there. And then, you know, we find out, I guess it was a day, uh, like 39 hours later, uh, 39 hours after she had saw him that he was actually killed. Oh, wow. So oh my it's goodness. like, you know, wow. I mean, it just, it just such a, it boggles your yeah, mind. That's, 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 like, you know, everyone, cause everyone has different theories on everything. And, yes. you know, like I can use a, I can use a perfect example. My friend Haley from Keystone State Paranormal. We all know and love Haley. Yep, she's where Haley and I just have different views on everything. But mm -hmm. when we start getting into, I believe this part of it, I believe that part of it, and we keep breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down, we start it like this, this, the same nucleus, so to speak. So 
it all comes no, together. No matter what yeah. we think, what our differences are, what our faith beliefs are, you know, she's more scientific, scientific and natural. I look at mm -hmm. things from more spiritually or religiously because that's what got me into this field. But, you know, when we chop away at the bit, at the end of the conversation, we're, we're left at the same point like, yeah, we both agree that won that. So it all starts. It just, once you start branching out, it's just a matter of what your, your core belief is. You know what I mean? And, you know, working with someone like Dave, you're not going to get any more scientific or tech savvy than Dave Seiler. And I, I do believe in all, I, I believe in all the, the gadgets and gadgets and that, that help us, you know, prove our evidence. Sure. But of course, my favorite is the old school techniques. Now, Dave's a religious man as well, but he looks at things more scientifically than I do, where my belief is no matter what we're seeing, no matter what we're experiencing, no matter what we're doing, somehow it ties back to God. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I'm actually a lay minister with the United Methodist Church. So oh, awesome. I, but I look at things because I'm a network engineer from the scientific mathematical standpoint with I need to prove my algorithms. Right. So it, it's I get that. zeros and ones. That's all I am. So right. how do you prove that from the spiritual side? So I found a way to meet in the middle, which actually comes really together in our seminars because I actually show both sides of it. And when I actually say, here's how it works, people look uh -huh. at that and go, that makes sense. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you have to have that scientific side of things, too, to right. really dig deep. And yeah. I like that. That's why you guys make such a great team. Well, thank you. I mean, some things, yeah. you know, Dave and I are really, really big on, like everyone is, you know, we're big on debunking everything. I, we've actually had a case and wound up going back to the house uh, two times, mm -hmm. I think, because we just, we weren't satisfied with what we come up with. So we, we tried so hard to recreate things, you yep, know, before we yep. legitimately right. called it paranormal, you know what I mean? And that's what makes us feel and everyone in it. So great. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. it's, we, we had the one over at um, Haldeman mansion that we actually were with some radio guests and it sounded like there are these thick plaster walls that don't move and something literally uh -huh. hit the wall like a train and you actually hear it in what we're doing. It's like, Boom! And everybody thought that I like like hit the wall with my foot trying to make it look scary and spooky. We went uh -huh. back on another visit, and I'm like literally hitting the wall with my fist and couldn't get it to go boom that loud. Yeah, it's those walls up there. You're could, solid plaster. You could sit there and kick it all day. You're nope. not. All you're going to do is hurt your foot. Yep. You know, you're and, not going to. It's not like the houses today that are built in a week. Right. Where, you know, I mean. And the energy that released while we were there literally shook the entire house, and it was, like, on the wall right here next to us. So it, oh, my goodness. All the guests in it's it went wild. this way, except Ernie, and I almost broke his nose. Everybody's heard that story already. But, <laughs> hold on the story. But, yeah, I mean, it literally, it just, boom, like that, and it's like, ah, and everybody goes that way. Um, but oh. we went to recreate it because people were thinking I was trying to scare people. No, you couldn't. And there's right. no way to move that wall like that. Mm -hmm. Only way you'd get that is, I, I don't even know how that happened. I don't know what it was. I don't either. Who knows if it was even paranormal, but. Whatever it was scared the stuffings out of us. You, uh, I censored that one. You could, you, <laughs> could, you could pick a heavy object up 
and heave it over your head into would, this wall, would, and it wouldn't it even would melt. bounce off. Yeah. It would bounce off, you know. So yeah. there's no possible way of kicking that wall. You know, it's just it's not. To bring that. Yeah. No, I hear you, and it's funny you bring that up because um, in my house in Tampa, the sounds, things like that, and loud sounds. It was to the point one time where I was talking to my mom on the phone, and. On my end, where I was, I was sitting downstairs in the living room. It sounded like something massive jumped on the roof of my house to the point where it actually shook the house. Mm. And you know, my initial reaction, I'm just terrified. Like, did something crash into my house? You know, what is this? But it was so loud that she was able to hear it on the other end of the phone. Oh, wow. And then immediately after that, I heard what sounded like everything just crashing up in the guest bedroom. And I thought for sure, you know, I didn't have much in there, but I had a big screen TV and some shelves and items. And I went upstairs like running, like what happened? What fell over? Well, you, I mean, there was nothing out of place. Well, you know that. And I just blew me away. You know, you, you, you know, amongst the three different types of haunts, you have a residual haunt, you know, who's to say yeah. it's not a residual sound or a residual, residual, type vibration like when we had um we were live kim i don't know if you saw the episode we were like live three or four episodes ago yeah, it's was, up on our facebook page question. it was a yeah f- it was a few months ago we were live with uh josh hurd yep. from uh uh g crew with yep. uh nick and chad and johnny and we were live yeah. with with josh and we were just starting yep and there was what to me sounded like an explosion it sounded the like next, somebody kicked uh, my front door. The next, the next floor above us. and That's terrifying. I stayed live on the air with Josh. And I was like, oh, yeah, and went that and, way to go upstairs to <laughs> see what's going on. And there was nothing. Not here. And from where, like, <sighs> our studio here is in Dave's, in Dave's ba- a section of Dave's basement. basement. And we got a window right here. Yep. And we can see, uh-huh. you know, the daylight, the dark, or whatever. It was, and daylight. It, it was a beautiful sure. sunny day, it so it wasn't. Out. It wasn't like a, it a weather phenomenon. Really or sounded like somebody kicked my front door and that loud, like like you know, uh, somebody took their foot and went, really? boom and just yeah. yeah. Well, Josh even heard it. Yeah, Josh heard it too. Because we talked to Josh. Well, of course, after the show, we stayed talking to him for a while, and then we actually spoke to Josh the next day. And um, and he actually had a camera running upstairs because I've been having some oh, yeah? weird phenomena. Um, if you oh, check, I did. I did have my camera running. And, That's right. And we did you um, catch something? well, the interesting part is. My cabinet doors have been opening and closing randomly, real weird. Oh yeah, he I walked saw in, that video. He walked into my kitchen, checked it out. Everything's closed. I had already come downstairs to get everything prepped for the show. He walks uh-huh. out, hits record on the camera, turns right, and comes down my steps. Well, we check back on the video. Apparently, by the time he turned and walked to hit record, all the cabinet doors opened. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they, they actually. That is crazy. Something's messing with you big time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I turned my back. I turned my back on the kitchen, walked maybe Three. six feet it to does. my camera. Three steps. And between that six feet, the cabinet doors opened, and I didn't know it. I hit record, didn't look back, and come down the steps. Yep. So when we went wow. back, everything was open. And then you hear me on the video walking upstairs trying to, first of all, I thought literally somebody kicked in my door. I'm looking around, and my, my dog's cowering in the corner. Um... I'm looking around. There's nothing. I walk into the kitchen. You just hear me yell, Ernie, cabinet doors are open again. I'm thinking, we got it on camera. We yeah. got it on camera. No. So that's what, why I put those cameras up a few days later. They're smart like that, though. Yep. Yes. They, they don't like to be filmed, you know? Do, do, let me ask you this, though. Do you ever feel like 
when you put the cameras up that the activity gets heavier? Or does this one like to hide from the cameras all the time? This one actually, it seems like it's in the evening time, and it only seems like when I become emotional. Because I'm going through some personal okay. things that are to actually end finally after a year and a half. Uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, excuse me. <laughs> Inhale and swallow at the same time does not work. Um, so anytime I get real emotional, it kicks up. Uh-huh. <coughs> okay. Well, that makes sense, too, because I feel like, some things like to feed off of your energy and your emotions too. Absolutely. <coughs> and when you're down and out, it's just like the most, it seems like the most inopportune time, but they always, they yep. kind of mess with you. They do. You um, get aggravated sometimes. My daughter, Grace, and her friend were in my kitchen day before yesterday, playing with my Red mm-hmm. Pod, my K2, my Mel. And um, while I was in the kitchen, nothing's going on. I walk out of the kitchen because I was getting bored, went downstairs to do laundry. They also, mm-hmm. the Red Pod started going nuts on them. They came downstairs screaming. I'm like, what? They're like, it's going off. It's hitting red. I'm like, all right, let's go look. Got up there. Nothing. (laughs) So I'm like, five, Uh... ten minutes. Walk out. Starts going nuts again. I'm like, did I piss you off? Yeah, You don't like me? You don't come near me? Yeah. And then to scare the little ones like that. Oh, man. I've noticed. We were, Dave and I had a, Dave and I, I mean, Dave and I spent a lot of time together. um, Also, we're always on the phone with all stuff come, you know, arranging things, whatever. But Dave and I were speaking yesterday, and it's kind of funny. Like I was telling him, uh, since I've been, I, I bought my house. Uh, I guess about twenty. I bought my house in '99, and I bought mm-hmm. it a few months before I ever went on my first real paranormal investigation. And like two, <clears throat> two or three times throughout the year something will happen in my house okay and it's it's nothing major it's it's nothing malicious it's just something to let me know that it's there now sure i I noticed since dave's had like an uptick in activity at his house we did like a impromptu investigation we do kind of figured think we figured out what it is and what's going on it kind of oh, de-escalated things a little bit, but now the activity in my house is ramped up. Ah, it's almost like nice. he took you with him. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say it's funny because someone commented about that, saying about things attached. It's, you think it attached to you? It's almost like, um, man, I, I tell you, it's like every other day something is happening in my house that, <coughs> it, I mean, logic, I mean, some things you could seem like you could explain away but if you're there with me and know what's going on what's going on throughout the day it, it, it'll mm-hmm. leave you scratching your head you know like for example um i have like a a toy museum in my in my basement and i mm-hmm. have a whole bunch of different um antique and brand new and everything on display just it, it's looks like a toy store um you know i have awesome. a section that is like uh paranormal stuff i have a section that's antique christmas stuff oh just variety of things well mm-hmm. the other night i was downstairs and i was watching a movie and i'm a real neat freak everything has to be perfect so mm-hmm. movie ends i'm getting tired i go upstairs i go to bed well when i came down the next evening because i work night work I noticed my wife had put two of the toys on the shelf where the TV is. And I'm like, why is she touching the tool? You know, like, it don't make sense. 
So I didn't think too much about it. So I got a uh, message the other night. One of my buddies was on TV on one of the shows. They were showing a rerun. So I put it on, and we're watching. And my, my wife goes, oh, by the way, um, I set your two toys by the TV. When I went downstairs, one was in the middle of the floor, and one was over on the side. But the funny thing is, where they were placed on the shelf originally... They were next. Mm-hmm. They were next to each other. So one is in the middle of the floor. One's on the other. And I'm like, how is that even? You know, nothing was disturbed when I when I went to bed. And my <laughs> wife, my wife isn't the type that's gonna, you know, try to like pull a hoax on me or not because she knows right. how serious. That's this my is. job. <laughs> she knows, right? She takes that serious. <laughs> she knows how serious this is to me. You know, but you're the only one that can mess with them. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I can't. I, I guess I'm gonna have to run a camera down there, maybe. You yeah. know what you I mean? You should. That's interesting. Can I ask, like, what? Every year, one thing is always predictable: postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89 percent off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over one million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What kind of toys were they? Were they it dolls? Was, or- no, no. It was, um, I have one separate shelf with nothing but Scooby-Doo toys. And nice. Everything I have is packaged. And two of my Scooby-Doo toys that's been on the shelf for years, never been moved other than once once a year I, I clean everything and uh, mm-hmm. put it back. It You know, one was in the middle of the floor and one was off to the right. Now, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Now, I do, I tell you what, Kim, this is this is kind of odd. It, it, I mean, it's not that exciting, but it's just odd. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone knows, uh, I guess about... Two weeks ago, my mother-in-law passed away. Yes. Now, when she would come to visit, she would sit in the chair in my living room. And my wife would always yell at her the next day. Because what my mother-in-law would do, she would have Kleenex. And she would go uh-huh. like this and wipe her nose. And what she would do is she would sit on beside her leg. And she would mm-hmm. forget they're there. So in moving around and stuff, they would go into the like beside the cushion. So sure. my wife would find these uh, Kleenex in the cushion of it, and she would call her mother and yell at her, like, what did I tell you? Stop putting Kleenex <laughs> beside the cushion. So two or three days after she passed away, 
I was in the basement. I was doing something, and I came upstairs. Well, mm-hmm. I wound up working on my book for about three hours. No one had been downstairs, including myself. I did not move from the spot I was sitting in other, other than to get a coffee. And I went back downstairs to start doing laundry. Mm-hmm. Right before I made my way down the steps, I noticed something in the middle of the bottom step. And I'm like, what the hell could that be? Because I, I haven't been down there. As I went right. down the step, guess what it was? A tissue. A Kleenex. Rolled up. Uh, it was rolled like, up on the... Now, I mean, that's very simple to explain away. Ernie, it, it maybe it fell out of your pocket. Well, I didn't have a Kleenex in my pocket. But I mean, it's, I mean yeah. it's, it's very easy. No, I see it, where you're going with that, though. Absolutely. I mean, it's very easy to explain something like that away. Mm-hmm. But like I just said a few minutes ago, you got to know the situation of what's going on at the house. I didn't have no Kleenex yeah. on me. I hadn't used I, the Kleenex, you know, and... Yeah. It was in the middle of the, and I have like dark carpet on the steps, so it's very obvious. It's not something I would have walked uh, over. Of course not. You know. I think she just wanted to say hi. She was just stopping in to let you know she's there. Isn't that kind of weird, though? That's from Andrew, by the uh, way. It is weird. Where? It is. Right here. What's Andrew, that? That's from Andrew, a friend of his. That's personal. <laughs> his toys. <laughs> he, <laughs> no. He's a prankster like we are. Love you, Andrew, man. Well, I think, I don't know if he's transporting it back and forth, but I had a friend of mine over a couple Sundays ago. She was doing her laundry. A couple of things uh-huh. missed happened, like we had a fire in the house. We had a leak in the house. Some things happened. I was a little stressed out that night. Uh, the sure. Next, the next morning, I came out to my living room. All four of my chairs were stacked on my table. And downstairs, because my office is literally right there where, where you can see it. Uh, but I have uh-huh. like, these mattresses my kid uses for karate over here. There's like handfuls of sand all over them. Is that? It's, I saw that. Yeah, that's, I wanted you to see that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I don't know where the sand came from, but it looks like somebody took handfuls of sand and threw it all over the place. And, just threw it. and you have no clue where the sand could be from. Not, well, that is why. Well, Pasadena is full of sand, but not that much sand. And right, I have dry ceilings. So. Yeah, you would know. That's crazy. That almost sounds like poltergeist like type activity hey, uh, when they're moving and stacking. I mean, that's. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I got, I I heard uh I heard about something and I want to I want uh-huh. your I want your take on it. Sure. I heard about this all female team called Angels and Ghosts. Yeah, really neat team. <laughs> oh yeah, great group of girls. Yeah. yeah. So how many people are on the team? <laughs> so it's just three of us, and right now we're just keeping it kind of like you guys. You know, we're all really great friends. Um, two of my girls. Alyssa Vick, she happens to be my best friend, um, and Leah Smith, and we just decided that we were going to go around and start having fun with this, you know, hopefully reaching out and helping people that have been through some things like we have. We're just going to take it and see where it goes. You know, we've been having a good time, so it's definitely now that I can actually put my focus and attention on it. You know, I've been in school for so long, so... And this is my true love, my true passion. So I'm just putting everything I got into this, and I'm going to let it grow and see where it goes from here. We're having a good time. I'm actually getting ready to go down to Florida to uh, see Alyssa, and we're going to be doing some fun things and little ghost hunting. Um, She's actually one with the dolls I was telling you about, Ernie, so I might have some dolls for you very soon to add to your collection. Yes. (laughs) Some very haunted dolls. And I'm sure she'll uh... be glad to get those on her hands. We, we, 
We spoke about that on the phone, and <coughs> that would be that would be amazing, and they yes. would definitely be respected and treated properly. So, if you need assistance I with that, that, if you look up thirty minute challenge or thirty minute paranormal challenge on YouTube, you will uh-huh. come to never look, seen it. You'll see a lot of interesting things that where uh-huh. they go into these abandoned houses, and most of them are in Florida. Oh, I, I saw that. I saw that. I love it. There's so many haunted places in Florida, I so that. I get that. Well, <laughs> definitely. They, they do whole communities, like literally housing communities that have been completely abandoned. And oh, nice. And they go into houses, and some of it is uh, creepy AF. You know, um, yeah. they, they have this one house that they, they're going in, and like, you'll watch things suddenly start moving right in front. Doors will slam right in front of them. I, I saw that. Um, but wow. a lot of that's in Florida because of all the hurricanes that have hit, people just oh, yeah. abandoned the property. They I never thought one, about that. That's one, a good point. One, that's Wow, check that out. Apparently, one property, this woman decided to literally shoot her husband in. Um, and then everybody just literally left out of the house, the rest of the family, and she got arrested. Mm-hmm. All his property still in there. They were showing <gasps> Rolex watches, just de- and oh, there was so much Lord. activity in there that after like twenty eight minutes, the guy had to get out. So, oh wow! So while you're down there, have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will be all about that. You know, the creepier, the darker. Like I like it, yep, and that's. Yep. I'm just kind of drawn to it because it's just so intriguing. But I'll have to. Yeah, yeah look, I'm looking for some good places to go while I'm down there. So you and um. um Go ahead. Okay. I'm not sure if I should do this, but I was thinking the house that kind of tortured me when I lived down there, I was thinking of knocking on those people's door. I just want to know. I want to interview them so bad and just be like, yeah, just, have you had any activity? But I don't know if that would be not everybody wants you to just show up to their doorstep, especially now, and then saying something like that. You know, how do you really go about that? Well, yeah, you know so, what? Hi. I used to live here years ago. <laughs> Just let me ask right. you a question or two. Okay, do 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 this, Kim. How 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 old were you when you moved out of there? So, oh my goodness. So it's been about. This was back in. I bought the house in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. And we're in two thousand twenty. I'm I'm thirty seven now. So right. I was probably like in my late twenties when this I bought is, that house. I is, was. I wasn't even like thirty yet. So it's been a while. And um, but they bought the house back in 2012, 2013. And I mean, it's it was a brand new house too. That was the oddest thing about it. Like when I bought the house, it had just been freshly built, you know, by a big major Mercedes company and. The people that I had bought it from, they were kind of into just flipping houses really quick. So they never actually lived in the home. So it wasn't an old house. There was no one that actually lived in it prior to me. So I just, I think the whole thing's kind of odd. Well, this, um, what you should do, this is the way I would I would approach it. Just sure. go to the house at a, a decent, uh-huh. at a decent hour, not like we would if we were right. investigating at three o'clock in the morning, but just Definitely not. knock on the door and just say, Hey, look, you know, my name's Kim. I was the first owner of this house. I haven't been here since I, since I sold it. I was young. Da, da, da. And don't bring up nothing paranormal. And, Absolutely not. And just, you know, get a feel for how the conversation's going. Cause you never, good, Kim, yeah. you never know. They might say, well, look, let me ask you since, uh, you were the first owner. Did you ever have anything? They right. might. They might ask you. 
That's where I'm going with this. Right? Absolutely. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's I appreciate that. That's a good way to go about it. Here's so, a here's I'm, a uh, this one. We have. A, I'm sorry. I'm 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 reading it. Somebody had a, a question. Dave just blocked it out. Now I can't see. No, it's right here. That, that oh. big, big, that big thing right there. <laughs> you got to tell me where to look that's here, the, man. Yeah. My eyes are going. You right. point there. That's the comment. But so, when right spirits there. contact, how we know the different what different haunt it is? Is there a way to tell? Yeah, I mean, you basically, you basically, who we don't. That was Carmen. Oh, Carmen, Carmen. Yeah, I mean, there's basically three different types of haunts: your residual, your intelligent, and your poltergeist. Um, most of the times, what we deal with as investigators, and you can vouch for this, Ken. Um, we're going to deal with a lot of residual and a lot of intelligent. Now, you know, if you get direct responses to something, you know, hey, can you move that ball? Or you're doing an EVP session, could you please tell me your name? Are you here? And you get a yes, or you hear the name Mary, or whatever. You know that's an intelligent haunt because they're, they're interacting with you. Where... Um, you know, with a residual haunt, you know, it could have to do with the property, the land. It could have to do an with the, the, yeah, an object, the material around you, the basically Trees. the environment. And it's going to constantly replay itself. It doesn't know you're there. It may not know it's there. It's just yeah. an image stuck in time that you're just viewing over and over like on a loop. You know what I mean? So I, I hope that, that answered your question. I think those are my favorite. They're, they're so sad, though. The residual, yeah, that's yeah. one of my things. I I like to try to help those spirits move on because I right. just I think that's so sad. So, like you said, half of them don't even realize they've passed, so that Kim, they're still there. Tell, you know, and, tell everyone how we, uh, we all met. You remember? Yes, of course I remember. So I met you guys when you came here to Martinsburg at the Paracon at the Roundhouse. Yes. And I was going around, you know, just checking out all the good exhibits and trying to win the giveaway set that you guys had of all that good equipment. I didn't get lucky as usual, but I tried. <laughs> yeah, that was a good day. I'm, I'm glad I met you guys. Uh, that, was a, that was a two-day event. Yeah. yeah, It was. It was. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yes. that was a lot that of fun. Was, I met a lot of people. Nice, the only thing, man, that got me, oh my goodness, <laughs> was it hot. Remember it was how hot there because had like no air conditioning. Obviously, Ooh, it, yeah, was, was yeah, no it was air miserably hot. That You're not was, kidding about. That was in July, I think, like the end of July or something. And there was no air moving through there awful. whatsoever. It was hot, but we had a. It was fun, man. There was a lot of good. There was a lot of good people in that uh, Paracon that day. We had a. We had a yeah, yeah we had a absolutely. Really good time. That was a fun day. Yeah, um, Melody, Melody, and and Ray yep. through that. And, oh yes. And yes. they they did an amazing job. That was so much fun, and oh yeah, it was just They're great. Yeah, it, the whole crew was there. We had a good time. That's where I got my floret because Ray didn't want it anymore, and I'm like, I'll yes, take it. I remember that. I'll take I remember it. that. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was um, that was back in like 2017, yeah. right? Yeah, that's when it's hard to believe it was that long ago. And yeah. um, you remember the guy that was selling the handmade uh, Ouija boards there? Yes, I went nowhere near so, that guy. Me neither. That's not my thing. But they were beautiful. I'll give them that. Yeah, they weren't gorgeous. like nothing I've ever seen. Well, one of my teenies, Leah, she actually bought one. And it just recently, let's just long story short, uh, my mom actually went into the house and she was like, do you have, she didn't even know about it. She was like, there is some kind of portal here. It is not good. 
told her to get rid of that thing and all the activity stopped. Oh, wow. And she got it from there. And, you know, I almost, I would never play with one ever because I know how serious they are. That's just not something I want to play with. But I almost just to display it like she did was like, they're so pretty. I'm so glad I didn't because, yeah. <laughs> I played with once, one once when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. we, it, you know how you're doing the this and everybody's like, oh, right. scary. And we took our not hands off giggling about it. And the thing would be uh-huh. sliding off. We actually left. And that was enough. We all literally ran out of, we were in this place out in some woods. <laughs> it was like a little shack that we had all hung out in. It got uh-huh. left there while we did, departed. Nope. Done. <laughs> Bye. I, I, I I've, never, I've never really been scared. Of, like, <laughs> I had one when I was a kid. And I remember no. me and my, me and my brother, well, my brother, my brother, he, he's got this mind. But my brother rigged a, uh, now we were young, you know. So my brother rigged a magnet under the table into the little thing. Oh my goodness, to mess with you. Man, no, not me. With all his, his friends, yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. we we scared the living hell out of these kids. <laughs> Cuz they would have, you know, you know how how what are you going to do tomorrow in school and you know my brother would be under the table with the magnet and spelling out die. You know what, what I mean? And these kids were like in oh full panic. <laughs> That is so wrong. <laughs> me, me and my brother, man, when we were young, we used to, <laughs> my you gotta you gotta understand, man. I come from a a, a very strict Roman Catholic family, and uh-huh. you know, family and the priesthood, and uh, you know, nunhood and everything, you know, the whole nine oh, yards, man. and you know, we we view things as as Catholics. You know, we we view things differently when it comes with spirits and possession and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Me and my Seriously. brother, we used to rig the, like, because I moved home with my parents when I was a, a teenager. And my brother was there, mm-hmm. of course. And we used to rig stuff up in the house. Oh, and just scare the you day. You to hell on we had, we had my mother run out of the house because she thought something was going on. Oh, that's it's, horrible. I mean, we, we, dude, because we were always, we were always into the whole spooky Halloween and, you know, we actually oh, got yeah. that from my mother and me and my brother, man, we used to torture her, torture her. Oh, your poor mom. Oh, poor mom. mom. But, um, that's so what, hysterical. uh, what, what, if you had, if you had like a, uh. I guess you could say bucket list, so to speak, of of somewhere you would want to go to investigate. Where would it be? Oh wow, that's a tough one. The Samuel Miller um, Mansion next month with Paranormal Inc. <laughs> oh, I know I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do everything I can to be there. So all we'll right. start there. That's right. on the top. Check the video the up on our YouTube channel before you go. Uh-huh. There's one uh-huh. that Ernie's literally calling out. Make that one light up, and it'll turn on. Make that one light up. Turn that on, and then you go stop, and it would stop. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. Yeah. I really do plan to be there. That is awesome. awesome. I definitely would love to. Um, you know, I definitely want to get out to Salem. I know there's a lot of good places out there. I mean, who doesn't want to visit that? Um, and then this is a place I've been, but again, it's last time I was there was 2012. I actually want to go back and spend the night again at the Eastern State Penitentiary in uh, Philly. Oh, wow. You guys been there? 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I haven't. I haven't either. Oh. I well, that in, should be on the top of your all's list. I, I spent the night there, and it's incredible. I was in Philly in July. I didn't even think about that. Have you been to oh, Trans-Allegheny? I'm sorry? Have you been to Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum? No, I can't believe that I haven't been there yet. Um, And I love the thought of going to an asylum, so that's definitely on my bucket list. I've and you can actually there. do it for nights nice later this it month. It is the bomb. I'm telling you what. You've got to go there. Oh, man. Go down I've got where they do the lobotomies at, and there's a half wall down there. You'll see it. There's no mistaking where it's at. Uh-huh. Put, put your equipment on there and start asking questions down there. I have a video up of an 18-minute conversation where I figured mm-hmm. out that the person who died was not a patient. They worked there, worked in accounting, and did payroll. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's really detailed. And at the wow. very end, I actually said, well, I hope you go in peace and my no light pops on. And I'm like, ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You're expecting that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, that one. Awesome. What? I got to get there. Kim, if you had to pick an investigation that you did or were on or whatever that comes to mind, what's your, you have like a most memorable investigation that you've been on? Yes, um, the Eastern State Penitentiary, oh. without a doubt. Um, that I just had, I had a blast, but it's one of the most by far active places I've ever been to. And I've been to a ton of places. Um, now to tell you, ironically, it's even more active in the daytime. And, you know, they do like day tours there for like 12 bucks. Kids can go the works. I had even more activity in the day. And, um, I still remember this number and everything, but I was very attracted to a particular cell there. And, this entity just kept showing up in all my pictures. I'll have to share it with you guys sometime. And it actually followed me home. But I was lucky in this sense where it was one of the nicer ones where I asked it to go, you know, gave it the whole spill. You know, you're not welcome here. You need to return. That's where you need to be. Um, And I was lucky to have it unattach itself from me. But it was pretty wild. You know, I feel there was a reason that I was obviously drawn to that cell. It was a reason that it kept showing up in my pictures. And ever since then, I've just always wanted to go back because I thought how powerful that it followed me and just kind of reeled me in like that. And it just made me want to go back because I had so many amazing experiences there, you know, day and night. It was it was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yes. Awesome. awesome. What about you guys? Do you have a memorable? <sighs> I know you've been on tons, but what was your best one, would you say? I don't know. I... Uh... I don't know, man. Um, what do you think, Dave? Uh, the one I liked the best was when I was at Trans-Allegheny, 
because that was when I was firstly really getting out there solidly investigating. And when uh-huh. I got really hard evidence of, because I put yes, no flashlights up. And That's incredible. A lot of people are like, well, I can debunk it this way, debunk it that way. But I separated them out and I had a guy mm-hmm. on the camera who didn't even know which way to point the camera to. He just didn't. Oh know my goodness. He, yeah. He's like, I'm like, no, that way. Um, but when I was asking, I mean, um, Nick and uh, Elizabeth have actually seen the video, and uh-huh. they can't explain what's going on here. It's giving very definitive answers to my questions. And I That's even incredible. ask for validation. I'm like, okay, you said this. Can, can you answer that again for me? And the, the correct light will come on. Um, wow. And it was just like 18-minute conversation, and... I narrowed it down to what happened, and it, that one really, really I love. I have, I mean, I have, I, I love everyone, yeah. you know, but. I know, I, I know what you mean. I think the one that stands out in my mind the most was about two years ago, um, Laura, formerly from Haldeman, who now runs York Ghost Tours, contacted Dave and I about a business in our state. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. the business think, yeah. happens to be literally 10 minutes from my house, from each of our houses. So yeah. we, we brought along, um, and it was an auto dealership just, yeah, so you know. it was an active okay. auto dealership active. that we wow. pass every day. Yeah. And we actually, awesome. we actually brought, uh, Mike King and his son with us, Mike from Ghost of Shepherdstown. We brought mm-hmm. them with us because they like to investigate with us. And we were joking on the way there that maybe somebody got sticker shock and died. We, I mean, we were really cutting right. up, thinking, "Okay, there's a bunch this of ladies there, nothing. you know." <laughs> but I, I didn't even, you know, I told Mike. I said, "You know, Mike, I, I've lived in this area for quite some time now, and you know, I pass this building like twice a day, going to and from karate and." Like who knew? You know, who, right. So I told him, I said, look, you're getting ready to drive two hours. And, you know, we want you with us, but don't expect much. Yeah. So we get there. It was daylight. And we started, you know, to run our cameras and all that stuff. And, I mean, before we went lights out, before the sun was even before down. Before the cameras on the, uh, the cables on the floor. Before the floor we had, we got anything plugged in, it was like the building came to life. Yep. We couldn't get Night. set up quick enough. To start capturing the activity, and everything oh was goodness. everything was coinciding. Like there was a section of the warehouse that Mike King was in, and I say, you know, I'm going to go sit and uh, watch the monitors for a while. I'm tired of investigating. I'm going to take a little break. So I'm watching mm-hmm. the monitors, and for example, I, I got my eye on Mike, and I see a shadow approaching him. So I picked the walkie-talkie up like this to get ready to, to call Mike. As I pick it up, mm-hmm. Mike calls me. And he said, hey, keep <laughs> keep an eye on the camera where I'm at. I hear footsteps and hear somebody walking up behind me. And it was exactly oh, wow. what I exactly what I saw. And I uh, couldn't, yeah, it was before I could even radio to him. But that's how the whole entire, wild. that's how the oh, whole yeah. entire night The, the knocks you got. Yeah. He, he was up with a group and he, said, go back there. he goes, can you make a noise or knock or something or something like that? Whatever you're saying, and he, you know, he comes running down. Dave, 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 did you hear that? I'm like, I heard something banging. You could hear it downstairs. He was upstairs. Well, we, my, uh, myself and Mike and and, and Dream, his son Desmond, 
we were in the back where they uh, house all the, the parts and stuff. And it was those big tin shelves that you can see through the aisles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I do. as Desmond and I, are, we're running a cable down one aisle. The very next aisle over was about a, uh, the best I can describe it, and we both saw it. Mm-hmm. It looked like about a five foot three to five foot four, really really old gray hair balding man was walking parallel with us as we were going down oh the my aisle. Goodness! And we actually Desmond and I both kind of like looked at each other, and we didn't <laughs> we didn't tell each other what we saw. We told other people what we saw, and then mm-hmm. confirmed it. But it it was an old man, Kim. He looked like he was about eighty eighty five years old. He was like a, uh-huh. a decrepit looking, hunched over, and he was just walking parallel with us. The funny part is, oh, um, I found goodness. out afterward, but I'd already talked to the people who work there. They showed me a mm-hmm. picture of the guy who actually ran the automotive department. I was going to ask you that. He, he apparently died at his desk upstairs. And he was and like a like five him? foot four, balding, older oh. gentleman. There so, you go. And I found but, that out afterwards. Yeah, we didn't we didn't know that going in. We didn't really know too no, much no. about the place other go. than they said that they, great. the employees were scared to death because they'd come in in the morning and stuff's all, all over the place. The show, yeah. Yeah. Why that? He sounds completely harmless, though. Kim, He's never left. We have about 30 seconds left. Is there? Ah, we can go over it. We love her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want the ending. I don't want the ending where everything just goes. Boop, and it's anyway, just. <laughs> so you're. Uh, you're going to join. Uh, you're going to come to our event November seventh. November. I plan to be there. I'm doing everything in my power. I'm sorry I'm missing the October one because I'll be in Florida, but I plan to be there in November for yeah, sure. Yeah, we um, October twenty fourth, which is two weeks, actually thirteen days. We will be at mm-hmm. the Reliance Bar and Grill in York, PA. We're going to have April with us. Um, That's going to be a good one. April was on our last episode. That's good. Yeah, I and like the, that. the fun thing about that is Dave and I know absolutely nothing about the place. Nothing at Even all. Better. And <laughs> we've never been there. So no, the, not, people, the people coming for the public investigation, not only is uh-huh. it new to them, it's new to us. So you guys whatever yeah. whatever we come across we'll come across together and then of course on november 7th we'll be returning to the samuel miller mansion in columbia pennsylvania that place can that, that place is amazing well, you forgot one part she needs to tell people uh, how to find her no i just didn't get to that yet no usually they go first <laughs> Yes, Kim. Yes. How can people find you and your team? Angels and ghosts. Yes. So right now, I'm currently working. The website's like under construction, but we are, obviously, we have a website for angels and ghosts. You can look us up um, on Facebook here in the next few days. It'll be all together. And otherwise, you can look me up personally, Kimberly K. DePlacido, and my email and all that good stuff will be up for you guys to reach me. Awesome. Yes, one, one, thing, one thing that's been driving me crazy since Kim mentioned it. That's me. No, uh-huh. Oh. No, I said since Kim mentioned it. No, you drive me freaking crazy. Like, oh. Anyway, <laughs> you brought up about have, have we ever heard of someone that is born with a veil over their face? Oh, yes. I remember, and I, I, I never thought of this until you just said that. I remember as mm-hmm. a child my mother telling me, about someone who was born with a veil over their face. 
I cannot. That's wild. I cannot remember for the life of me who it is, but it's somebody that we know, and now it's driving me absolutely crazy. So I have to find out who it is that I know. Yes, please do. That's wild. Yes. That's good stuff. Yeah, a lot of people, they, they haven't heard of that. So I'm glad that you have. Yeah, and I, all I, your I, welcome, I actually, I actually, uh, I actually have heard of that. I remember, yeah, it's, it's I remember it was a female that we know that was born like that. Mm -hmm. But I, for the life of me, man, I, I, I cannot remember who my mother said it was. And it's someone yeah, close to her. us. It's it's not like a story she heard. It's literally someone we know. But I I, I can't remember. So I'm gonna have That's to, frustrating. Yeah. I'm yeah. Have to find that out. Apparently it runs on my mom's side too. So yeah, I remember my grandmother telling me all about it ever since I was younger and I'm like and it's she always had a gift. Lord knows my mom does and it's just passed on down. So yeah. Wow. Good times. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This Always. was fun. Anytime. It was our pleasure. Yeah, that hour went by way too fast. Yeah, I know. It, it was... did. It did not feel like an hour went by. I so I can't wait to see you guys in uh, November. And this yes. is my favorite month. So yes. I was just glad to be here in October, too. Well, I was born the day, day before Halloween. So now you know why I'm so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I thought a joke. It's not just true, though. unfortunately. <laughs> The, 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 that is awesome, though. He, he you have a heck of a party. I he, love it. He was born the day before <laughs> Halloween. That's the part that's true. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> oh, we think you're cute. It's okay. <laughs> oh. uh, well, thank you, Kim, for spending an hour you, of your Sunday thank with you, thank us. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, guys. And Thanks for having me. We look, blast. we look forward to having you back. Definitely. Definitely. And get into some stuff in Florida, man. We would Definitely. love we would love to have Send you the videos. Thirty minute challenge. We would love to have you yeah. back on here. We would love to Anytime. have you back on here to talk about your Florida trip. You got it. Let's let's make that happen. Definitely. I love to. We will see you next month in Columbia, Pennsylvania. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, keep in touch. We'll see you. I will. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. She is amazing. Yeah, she's, she is like she's awesome. Fun. Yeah. Um, man, that, that that Florida. I I've seen that. What you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, check those out. If you guys are bored, look there on was YouTube, a thirty minute paranormal challenge. I watched one the other night. It was actually on one of the paranormal shows. You know what I mean, right? And one of the set. You know how you know like caught on camera. One of those type shows. And there will the one segment that was on. I guess for fifteen minutes was about the guy yeah, that he, does it. Yep, he went into the house and. He, I mean, this place went crazy on him. Yes, and he he made it barely, but he they said he's never been back. Like he ran out. There's and, one show that I I can't explain it today because there's this like really high vaulted ceiling, and they're down in the bottom, and they keep hearing these noises. And there's a stairway that goes up over here, but the, the chandelier's yeah. hanging like out in the middle. Well, all of a sudden, it starts. They, he walks in, hears the noise, turns around, and looks. And the chandelier is just swinging. So wow. I'm like, yeah, th those things are wild. Mm. I, I do. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's like, wow. So, All right, guys. Well, it's about that time. So just want to say love you guys. And uh, right, up, up, uh, real quick, yep. uh, two weeks, uh, our next episode, we will have Bill and Chris Reap from Reap Investigations. Two weeks after that, out of New Jersey, our good friend, Anna. 
So yeah. Anna will be with us. Anna is a medium, a paranormal investigator. She also owns a candle shop. Nice. And she was posting today some of the stuff that, that she's selling. And it, it's pretty cool, man. It, it's She's got a... Uh, I forget the exact name of the candle shop. Forgive me, Anna. Um, but she does advertise it on Instagram as well as Facebook. And uh, it, it's really cool. Cool stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, she's always at the uh, Gettysburg Bash with us. Yes. Looking forward to Gettysburg Bash 2021. Yeah. And a big happy anniversary to Pam and Pam Steve, Steve Barry. Yep. Sorry we couldn't be there today for the... Um, revals. Yeah, the revals. But... Um, Hope we saw the photos. <coughs> Everyone was up there, and yeah, it, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun. And Pam and Steve, we love you guys so much. Yep, uh, you're such an asset, not only to us personally, um, for being in our life and being such dear friends, friends. but to the paranormal, paranormal community. Yeah, yeah, we love you guys. We love all you guys, and hope you can come back in two weeks and. Same bad time. Do this Same all bad channel. again. Remember, we still have just a few tickets left for October 24th. Yes, York Ghost at uh, the Reliance. Uh, what is it? YorkGhostTours.com. And there's a few yeah. left. Grab them while you can. November 7th at um, Samuel Miller Mansion. And October 24th at the Reliance. Yeah, so either go to YorkGhostTours.com or if you want to come see us in Columbia and investigate with us and with Kim. You can go to Ghost Tours on Locust and get your tickets there. There you go. We love you guys. Thank you for staying with us, and we will see you in two weeks. You've been listening to Step Into the Paranormal with Ernie Atwell and David Seiler. Thank you for listening, and listen in next week for another topic and more great guests right here on WLFE-DB Radio Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.